Welcome to Double Fries No Slaw. It is Wednesday evening. It is a preview show for Richie and myself. <laughs> we are previewing the FSU football and Louisiana Raging Cajun game that will happen on Saturday at noon at Doak. A little bit different this week. We don't have a guest. A little bit different opponent. We're going to do something a little bit more fun. Still going to do our mate equal pick six. We've still got Rohan Law involved. They're going to be doing a sponsor in a segment that we're excited for for the end of the show. Still live here at Bay Cannon. I'm drinking on a hoppy, uh, a hoppy sour right now, hoppy golden sour. I've also got their new uh, Tabitha, which is a new release that if you're in the Tampa Bay area, you should come and try. Barrel aged, bourbon barrel aged stout. Caramel and chocolate flavors. You guys will love it. I need you to get out to Bay Cannon, TJ. Jeez, Bro, I'll get you. I'll get you. you got I'll it get all. You one of those. I'll get you one of those. But yeah, you need to get over here in the off season. So, um, if you're watching, if you're listening, make sure that you thumbs up the video. Um, do us a favor, uh, share it if you don't mind. We love the share button. Make sure you're subscribed. All those things. We'll talk about um, the Knowles. Raging Cajuns a little bit, get into some fun bowl stuff later. But Richie, how's your week going so far? Pretty good, man. Just uh, preparing the mother-in-law comes Sunday for an entire week to stay with us. So I'm just preparing for that right now. I'm excited for Thanksgiving and, you know, just rivalry week. But, you know, it's it's the week before the week we got Billy's old team. Excited to see how uh, things play out Saturday afternoon. Yeah, no doubt. We're uh, we're leaving early, early Saturday morning. Once it got moved to a noon kick, I was like, ah, we got to leave a couple hours earlier to go up to North Georgia to spend the week in Blue Ridge, the week of Thanksgiving in Blue Ridge. Um, so I want to get up there so that I can see the game at noon. Um, but excited to get up and just kind of spend some time away, spend some time with the family, reflect on what's most important and sit around and look at what we've got to be thankful for and also let the kids drive us crazy for four or five days away from home. So uh, but excited for it, excited for next week, and certainly excited to – I hate to overlook, but I'm really excited for next Friday night. <laughs> that's that's what I'm that's what I'm most excited about. So um, let's get after it. Let's talk a little bit about Louisiana. Um, start us off. I've got everything pulled up here too, but start us off. Let's talk a little bit about the game. Um, I mentioned Bay Cannon. There's a link in the description. It's shop.bavana, B-E-V-A-N-A.com. Can search for Bay Cannon there, and you can get some of the fantastic beer that I'm drinking here. Um, but talk to us about the Raging uh, Cajuns. Yeah, before we get into that, let's talk a little Rohan Law. They specialize in injury cases. If you have been hurt in a wreck or slip and fall, Rohan Law are the knolls you need. Doug and his wife, Julia, are former marching chiefs, and Doug graduated from FSU's law school. Just like we enjoy talking strategy, Doug and his team will come up with a winning strategy for your case. Call them today at 1-888-99-KNOLLS. That's 1-888-99-KNOLLS to review your case for free. If you don't need them today, still give them a follow on YouTube and Twitter at Rohan Law, R-O-H-A-N-L-A-W. They will be your best friends on your worst day. But TJ, we're here to talk about Louisiana at Florida State. Florida State opens the game as a 24-point favorite. Uh, Kickoff is at noon on ESPN3. We're getting the Miami treatment thanks to Louisiana not being a great team. Um, A quick look at Louisiana uh, based on the – there's. Basically, advanced metrics. Bill Connolly's SP Plus, I think, is one of the best ones because it's opponent adjusted. 
It's, uh, you know, uh, they take out garbage time, all that good stuff. They have the 98th best offense in the country. Not great, but the 23rd best defense, which is pretty impressive. 51st on special teams, which is solid, you know, right there, top um, the 50% or so. They are three and five in their last eight games, five and eight or five and five overall. Led by quarterback Ben Woldridge, 1,600 yards, 15 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Just initial thoughts on Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, who lost a lot of players that were really good when uh, Billy Napier decided to head on down to Gainesville last year. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, right? They are not last year's team, but they're still a you know a, a pretty good team. I've listened and, and done a little bit of uh, research, and you know they I think they're five and five, but I think three of their losses are by one score. Um, they could very easily be eight and two right now. Um, and so I think that um, they're rated, you know, pr- pretty properly. Like they're, you know, five yeah. and five. Defense has been good. Offense has struggled at times. They had a game where I think they didn't score an offensive touchdown until the last minute of the game um, in looking at some of their box scores and stuff. I, I'll, I'll be pretty fair with you and pretty honest with you. I haven't watched any Louisiana games. Actually, that's not true. I did watch, they played on like a Thursday night or something that, that, uh, that, that I did watch, but they were pretty ravaged. Obviously, they lost their head coach. Their quarterback was um, a senior, so they didn't get him back. Um, they lost a couple of their impact players to Florida, probably the best offensive lineman in the ACC or in the SEC, plays for Florida right now. Osiris Torrance, who they lost, obviously lost a, a really good running back who's killing it at UF right now as well. And so they're, they're not the same team um, that they were last year. They're not the same team that won 10 games. Obviously, in first-year coach there with Napier being gone. Uh, but they're a team that fights pretty hard. They, they've got some playmakers. They've got some talent on both sides. Got some guys that, um, you know, in spots can be pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, so I think that, you know, a lot of it is, you know, what does Florida State do? And can they just kind of keep doing what they've been doing, right? They've, they've played three teams that they're significantly better than, and they've just absolutely beat their heads in. Does Florida State get caught looking ahead? Do they get caught with a kind of a sleepy nooner? I don't expect it to be a crazy high attended game. Hopefully we just get a bunch of kids out there. I'm giving my tickets away. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm hoping that Florida State just kind of comes out and handles it like, a, you know, handles business the way they need to. But as far as Louisiana themselves, I, I, you know, they're not an opponent that worries me. This is not a Jackson State or Jacksonville State issue or anything like that that I'm no. worried about. What about you? Yeah, you know, initial thoughts. I, I did watch a little bit of that Georgia Southern game where they kind of dominated them for for the most part, e- even after not having a great first nine games. You know, it, this is a group of five team, and I, I expect Florida State to kind of treat them that way. For, shout out Gator Kirk. He's always one of the first people to be in here and comment every week. Gator Kirk's a man, bro. <laughs> yeah, hit, hit that like and subscribe. Uh, love you, Gator Kirk. Uh, but yeah, man, it's just not a team. They, they do have... A receiver, Michael Jefferson, he, he's got more targets than the next two wide receivers combined. I, I think he plays on Sundays. I think he has a chance to be a somewhat early-round draft pick. So th- they're not a team without talent, but they're really good for their level. Of they not nowhere near what they were last year. You discussed that, TJ, when Billy Napier just had that, that offense rolling. But it, it's a game, again, I'm, I'm most worried about what you mentioned, the, the sleepy nooner and – it's a short week before the Florida Gators come to town. And that's like, I think you and I both CJ and Harlan as well backstage cannot wait for that game. I think that's going to be a slugfest. I just hope the players are not looking too far ahead. It's hard not to have that in the back of their mind, I think, 
But I think Mike Norvell's done a good job of having this team come out prepared to play. I thought last week against Syracuse, they would win. I did not see domination like we saw. You know, uh, coming off a huge emotional high win against the Miami Hurricane team that you, you basically flipped the script from two years ago when you were down in Seminole Hard Rock Stadium last time. And to come out from Syracuse from possession one, amazing, right? And dominate from start to finish. And uh, Florida State doesn't have really a lot of slow starts this year under Mike Norvell. And I think that's a staple of his program. And I think that if that happens on Saturday, you know, we might be going live at, you know, two o'clock in the start of the third quarter <laughs> to talk about, you know, this victory and start looking ahead to the Florida Gators. Because, man, it, what a, what an opportunity for Florida State. Take care of business this week. Get the Gators at home. If you beat them, you're looking at a potential 10-win season. And I remember how excited I was when we beat South Carolina in the Peach Bowl to get 10 wins in Jimbo's first year. When you've been down like we have been, we all want to go to the playoff, right? We all want that. And that, that's our goal in the future. We know that's not happening this year, but getting that double digit win season is huge. And it starts Saturday at noon. Yeah. Now you, you can't come out and lay an egg and you've, you've seen that. Like you've seen that from, um, from Florida state in the past. You've seen that from other teams where they yeah. slip up and they're having an okay year. They're having a good year, but they take an opponent lightly. They leave an opponent in the game that really they shouldn't. And it comes back to bite them. Florida State is a 24-point favorite, as you mentioned. They opened up as tw at 21 and then immediately got bet up to that 24. So I think there is a lot of confidence in the Knowles. Uh, I, you know, somebody mentioned, you know, that you know it'd be nice if the starters were done at halftime. Florida State's done a good job under Mike Norvell of coming out and and playing well. I mean, you know, even that, you know, even that, uh, even the Jacksonville State game that, that nobody wants to mention and stuff. We, we started pretty well in that game. It was the fourth quarter that that you know kind of blew it. So I think that you know last year you had a big emotional win against a Miami team. You went on the road to then take on Boston College and you started that game really really well. And then you had to play Florida the next week. I do like the fact that there is a little bit of a a little bit of a break in between, right? You get to play a kind of a cupcake before you play the Gators. But I, I do think Mike Norvell have the team focused and ready to go. I remember, man, when so I play, I remember playing football like in middle school, man, like for like Pop Warner leagues and stuff. And I wasn't very good. Your prime years as an athlete. Prime years for sure. <laughs> but we were, but our team was great. Like we won the we won yeah. the Super Bowl that year. We um kid played on our team that was uh played D1 basketball at um Butler. Another the year that he was actually on the team when uh, when Butler played in the national championship, he was like the seventh man. So like he'd get in a little bit, but anyway, so like we, shot that would have won the title. Uh, too. What a phenomenal finish that him. game was, man! So we had some we had some players on that, and we were really really good. And we but like the reward was always like, okay, if we can get the starters out by halftime, we'll. And there was like a certain score. Then if we got to, he would take the starters out. He, he would cancel one of the practices the next week. So it was like a race. And I'm not saying Norvell does that because it's a short week anyway, but that was always – and so we played so hard to get up by like – because I think if you were up by like, I don't know, 35, it was a running clock in the second half. So if you were up 35, he'd put the, he'd put the second string in and stuff. So I got to play a lot of second halves. Um, so um, that was always the race, right? Like could you get up – so I'd love, yeah, if you didn't play, uh, if you didn't play any of your starters second half, let Tate get some action. I do think AJ's being has been saved. I think his red shirt has been saved this year 
and they've been intentionally not playing him. So I can see him playing this weekend because um, I, I don't uh, – unless it's like an emergency situation, I don't see him playing against Florida. But he has two games left that he could potentially play in. So if you did need him in an emergency situation against Florida, you'd play him. Just don't don't let him play the bowl. I think they'd like to save him for the bowl if they could, just kind of, again, emergency situation. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, be good to get those guys in. Can't get shot, caught choking on a cupcake here. Um, the Knowles should win this game going away, and and it really shouldn't be a contest. You know, you, you need to go out and take care of business, and you can't treat it as flippantly as we are. But Richie and I don't have to suit up. Uh, we're not in middle school playing peewee anymore. So, um, yeah, I mean, the Knowles should come out and win by a ton. And that's, you know, honestly why we didn't have a – why we didn't have a guest this week. You know, just we know what this week is going to be. Let's get through it and start focusing on Florida. I did peek to pit last night with Allie, and uh, the first 15 minutes of the show we spent talking about the Florida-Florida State game uh, because they play Vandy this week. So, you know, yeah, I, I, we all – know what we all know what the fans are thinking about right uh hopefully the team is thinking about louisiana but as fans we're, we're just ready to kick some gator ass so there's that <laughs> well it, it's nice to have a look ahead game because we haven't had this really since jimbo fishers last year in 2017 that you know especially after two three weeks in that 2017 season we're like oh crap man every game's a battle you know then you know 2018 19 2020 complete disaster 2021 Okay, we showed some signs of life after the four-game losing streak to open the season, and here we are now, again looking at a ten-game uh, or ten-win season right down the the barrel. It, it's amazing, and uh, you know, like you mentioned, I, I think Mike Norvell even in, said as much on Monday at his press conference that AJ Duffy and Rodney Hill did not play last week because he wanted to preserve those red shirts. Right when you have a guy like Rodney Hill, who I think has a chance to be an all-ACC caliber running back, and you're, you're saving that red shirt, I don't know if we'll be here for five years, but that's pretty cool that you can do that. And it's great that those are the decisions you're having to make now and not, man, here we are in the fourth quarter. It's a, it's a dogfight again against a, a reeling Syracuse team. No, you, you took on a bad team and did exactly what you were supposed to do. And I loved every minute of it, TJ, and it was phenomenal. And it, it feels good to be a Florida State fan. I don't know the last time that, I woke up on Sunday and said, man, I can't wait till Saturday to watch Florida state again, because the past few years I've kind of dreaded it. It's been like, Oh man, are we getting blown out? Can we just keep this game close now outside of Georgia, Ohio state, Michigan, there's not a team in the country that I I would go into a game thinking, man, there's just no chance, right? Those three teams are on another level, especially Georgia. Look at their sideline. Look at our sideline. It is what it is. We're doing our best to recruit. Donate to Rising Spear people. That is the quickest way to get these elite guys in there. But the 130 plus teams, only three of them, I I would not give us a chance in. And again, that's Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. Anyone else? Give me Alabama. Give me um, LSU again. You know, give me Clemson again. I'm not saying I'd predict us to beat any of those teams, but I, I would not be scared of, of getting blown out in any of those games. And you go back to 2020. It was a blessing we did not have to play Clemson or Florida because those games would have gotten ugly and they would have gotten ugly fast. Yeah, I, I would like to play. I will say this. I would like to play Clemson uh, um, healthy right now. So, yeah, bring bring them on. I think we'd be Clemson if we played them healthy yeah, right now. I really on. do. I think I'd feel better about Clemson than I would LSU. Um, just yeah. I think they're kind of rolling right now. I still feel, I feel good about LSU. But, okay, let's do this. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about postseason – 
We're going to talk about the Bulls. Um, you put out a tweet. I put out a video this morning. Uh, but we're going to talk about bowl season a little bit, and then we'll come back to our made equal pick six. Um, but want to get your thoughts on this. Want to talk through some of these. Um, Florida State has some uh, some different bowl options coming up, and we're going to call this our Rohan Law Bowl Projection segment. We gave Rohan Law the shout out earlier. Um, you guys know they gave away a pair of tickets to the Clemson game in the Champions Club. And they're doing it again with the second biggest game of the year, Florida, Florida State game at the end of the year. If you want to enter the contest, you have one day left. So hopefully you've listened to this at sometime on or two days left. Okay, so it's Friday morning. You've got two days left. You need to text UFTIX. That's UFTIX to 850-809-1906. If you want to win two tickets, if you want to be entered in the contest, you get two Champions Club tickets as well as a parking pass. You need to text UFTix to 850-809-1906. If you enter to win the Clemson tickets, you do have to enter again. If you want to watch FSU beat UF while you're stealthed, full of turkey on Friday night, text UFTix to 850-809-1906. Appreciate Rohan Law for making this happen for one of our listeners. Richie, let's talk a little bit about some bowl projections. We'll just use your tweet here because people really seem to like that and interact really, really well with it. But, um, okay, so the big one, we'll, we'll go down the list. The big one's the Orange Bowl. And I think we all kind of know, like, yeah, if we could make the Orange Bowl, that'd be really, really cool. That'd be an amazing story to go from an over-under of six and a half games to then getting into uh, a New Year's Six Bowl. I posted a video this morning. It's on the YouTube. It's the most recent video posted. Literally, it's got the Orange Bowl on the front of it. Talks about FSU's chances of getting there and the path to getting there. So I don't want to go through that whole thing again. But essentially, Clemson needs to go to the playoff, which is possible. You just need to go and watch the video if you want that breakdown. So Richie and I would both have that first. We disagree on where we want to go second, though. So what do you what do you have as your second highest uh, in priority? So we've had this discussion before, TJ. I don't like driving long distances really to go anywhere. So if we cannot get to the Orange Bowl, I want the Cheez-It Bowl in Orlando because it's, you know, less than 10 miles from my house. Um, And there's a chance you could get Texas in there, a team you could definitely beat, but a massive brand. That'd probably be the highest rated Cheez-It Bowl in history. People would tune in to watch two national brands like Florida State and Texas. And again, I'm a little biased just because it's an easy drive for me. I could work a half day if I wanted to. I'd probably just take the day off from work and tailgate all day. But yeah, the cheese at Bowl in Orlando is definitely my second option. If because the stars really have to align to get to the Orange Bowl, it's it's extremely unlikely. There is a bit of a path, but yeah, the cheese at Bowl in Orlando again, maybe not the most prestigious as your top choice outside of the Orange Bowl. But for me personally, for selfish reasons, I'm a selfish person. Give me the cheese at Bowl. So I would like to go to the Gator Bowl. That's my number one. Um, I would re- thank you, Nathan, for the, the compliment. I appreciate that. We put a lot of work into those videos. So that's good stuff. Um, I would say that the, the bowl in Jacksonville, the Gator Bowl, I, I think it, that's a little bit more prestigious. There's also the projections are saying that you would either play South Carolina or Texas. I'm sorry, South Carolina or Kentucky there. And I'm a troll. So I'd really like to say that we went 3-0 and <laughs> against the SEC. Um, so yeah, that, that would be my pick, but you know, going back to yours, I I do think that Orlando would be really, really cool. Um, I think, um, 
you know, some of the projections there have been Oklahoma State, Kansas State, or Texas. Obviously, you're going to have a Big 12 team in that. I would not be super excited about Kansas State or Oklahoma State. I would be thrilled with Texas. I think that's a heck of a fun matchup. Florida State and Texas have never played, and so it would be cool to get to 1-0 against them. I do feel good about that game, too. I think Texas would have quite a number of guys sit out, a lot of talent on that roster, and so I, I think we win that game as well. Um, Real quick. Okay, so go ahead. Made equal just – Picked my no, no, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. So that's so that's Jacksonville in um in Orlando. Um, Richie, so Richie complains about having to drive more than 15 minutes, and so his second pick is like New York City. So, anyway, a little bit ridiculous, but yeah, Richie, why uh, why on New York City? And shout out made equal for reading Richie's mind here, absolutely. Sherrod will go though, like, you're not going. We know you're oh, not I'll, I'll, I'll go to the pinstripe, absolutely. I'm going to the pinstripe if it happens. That, mark, mark that minute down, Harlan. Plane flights do not scare me. I, I I did a day trip, a 6 a.m. flight, and 12 a.m. getting back home to go to the UNC basketball game last year. Like, I can get a Bloody Mary in the morning, hop on the plane, pass out, go to the game. But, no, my wife's – one of her best friends actually lives on Long Island, so we'd probably go stay with them and, and visit with her kids. But, yeah, the pinstripe bowl in New York City, it would be cold. That, that would suck. But New York City in December, it's right around Christmas. I would try to convince my wife to say, let's just do Christmas in New York City this year, right? That, that would be oh. awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. Go you to the Rockefeller Center. Yeah, go to the Rockefeller Center, all that good stuff. Now, this one's extremely unlikely unless we lose the next two weeks. So I, I don't think this one's really in play. But as far as ACC, I would love to go to Yankee Stadium. I know it's not the old one. It's the new one. But I would love a Yankee Stadium. Go play a Big Ten team. I think it'd be a ton of fun. So, yeah, the outside of the orange um, and the cheese, it I would love to go to New York City for the pinstripe bowl. I think that would be a ton of fun. It, one of the greatest cities in the world. I wouldn't want to live there. It gets too cold for me year round, but a phenomenal place to visit if you haven't been. I can't, I can't disagree on. So, I'd like to go to the pinstripe bowl. Here's the thing I don't know that I can realistically pull it off with the kids, the holidays. We're no. traveling for Thanksgiving. Like, so I really want to go to the game. It would be cool to watch the Knolls in Yankee Stadium. A big problem to me is the the idea of the bowl prestige. So if we're going there, it means we probably lost to Florida. Yeah. And so that's why I don't want that one. So that's tough for me. Um, I've seen this one too, the Holiday Bowl out on the other side of the country. So you want to go somewhere, you know, sub, um, <laughs> sub-freezing. I would like to go to San Diego uh, for the Holiday Bowl because that sounds amazing. Um, yeah, La Jolla is beautiful. The beach is beautiful. Uh, San Diego against Utah is a projection that I've seen a little bit. That would be a lot of fun. Utah obviously lost to Florida to open their year. Um, they've gotten to play a week Pac-12 schedule the rest of the season, so we'll have to uh, show them what Florida uh, state of Florida football is all about in their season with an L as well. That one would be fun. Again, I don't know if I can pull that off or if I can get out there. That's a But that is a fun matchup. I think Florida State-Utah would be a lot of fun. It would be cool for our guys, I think, to get to go to – to, to San Diego. Um, you going to San Diego if we make it, Richie? I'm not, just because uh, I know what plane tickets cost now going across the country, and uh, I'm, just, I'm just not doing that, especially if I think it's on a weekday. <laughs> but I, I do like the idea of the potential matchups, right? If you get a Utah out there, I mean, you're on troll level midnight at that point because if you, if you lose to them after Florida beat them earlier this year. Um, but if I guess if you beat Florida, then it doesn't matter anyway. But San Diego, that's one place I've never been. I've been to San Francisco. I've been to L.A. Um, I love California. It's an amazing state. The, the scenery is beautiful out there. 
And San Diego, by all accounts, has the best year-round climate in the entire country. Yeah, I would love to go there. I would not make this trip, though. But I think it would be a fun matchup, much more than like going to the military bowl and playing a group of five team. I, I'd want to avoid a group of five team because that's a lose-lose situation no matter how you spin it. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't want to go to, you know, shout out our military, but I don't want to go to the military bowl. When that was against UCF, I actually wouldn't have minded it um, because I still think we're that much better than UCF. People oh, are like, oh, well, if you lose to them, like what? No, I, I no, love we'd blow them out. out. Yeah. But now that it's Cincinnati, I mean, uh, it's a yeah. boring match. I mean, 10 wins is 10 wins, but, you know, that, that sounds terrible. I've seen the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. I've still got flashbacks to 2019, so I, I don't want to do that one. Um, so, but yeah, like, let's go, uh, let's do something here in Florida. Um, sounds good to yeah. me. Like, I think that's the, that's the consensus. Um, pinstripe would be cool. Holiday would be cool, but I think we're going to win too many games for both of those. Um, okay. Let's do this. There's our bowl segment. If you didn't check out the video, um, earlier on the channel, once we wrap up here in about five, 10 minutes, go check that out. Kind of lay out the map to get to the, uh, to the orange bowl. Uh, Harlan, won't you jump in here? This is our Made Equal Pick Six segment. Made Equal Pick yes. Six. Shout out to Made Equal Clothing. I got my joggers in, Richie. You better get yours on order. Um, yes. Got my joggers in. Saw my guy Jermaine, who won our contest last week, got his shirt. Uh, shout out to Made Equal Clothing, a clothing brand that raises awareness for racial and color discrimination and financially supports local charities and partners working to bring positive change for it. Primary objective of the brand is to create a platform for anyone and everyone to talk about race, diversity, culture, and facing adversity in a safe place. Best part about May Equal, and I picked the Boys and Girls Club of Tampa here for mine, they donate 10% of your order to one of their local partners that you choose from a list. It's madeequalco.com. You can follow them on Twitter. Madeequalco is the handle. Um, got my joggers in. Chirag, we tied last week. We went for four. <laughs> You got four right, and I got four right, but you did beat Richie, so I feel like Richie should have to buy something for somebody. But we'll play again this week. We'll see if we'll see who wins out of me and Trot. I've got no confidence in these. We're playing Louisiana. Like, no, God, yeah. Who knows? Who knows how much you know anyone's actually going to play in this game and everything else? Um, but yeah, Harlan, tell us what we you know to give us the scores overall right now. What we did last week, and Richie then run down the list for us. Yeah, so we got <clears throat> TJ at thirty. Richie at 34, and of course me at the top at 35. And then as of last week, made equal and TJ tied at four, Richie at three, and I got only got two last week. So y'all made up some ground here. That's my uh, that's my best week of the year, I think. <laughs> I, I, so I feel, <laughs> I feel like this week, and I'm going to say a little bit about Florida State basketball at the end of this real quick, but this week is like betting on early season college basketball. Just don't do it, guys. You're literally rolling the dice. It, there's, it makes no sense what's going on. Uh, we don't know what these teams are. Same with this game and these pick sixes. I feel like it, this is literally going to Vegas and just putting money on red or black, but we're going to do it anyway. Uh, we're going to start with Florida State, 235.5 rush yards. Seems like a game they're probably going to want to just get in, get out, stay healthy think we run the ball a lot. I think we do see Rodney Hill this week. I think we'll hit over on that one just because I, I and again, Louisiana is not a bad defense. Top 25, according to the advanced metrics, but Florida State runs on everybody. Five straight games of 200 yards. TJ, what do you think? So I'll go over. And if Harlan's going to go over two, I'll raise it up to 255 and go over still. If anybody, I'll take the under. Harlan. 
I, I, so I set all my lines beforehand with what I think, and then I listen to y'all. If you're going to raise it to 255, I'll go under. What you got, Richie? So let's raise it to 255, Harlan. Mark that down. I will also take the under. Okay. 255. I got over. I got to make some stuff happen, man. I'm down by like a billion <laughs> points. <laughs> all right. So I'm, I'm, oh, look at Made Equal going over 300. All right. Y'all are, y'all are too rich for my blood. I, I like rich. it. I like it. I mean, we do have. This is like I think poker, top to bottom. Yeah, I think I think top to bottom we have easily a top five stable in the country at running back. I, I don't think that's debatable. But let's hey, go to QB if, one. Uh, if we're at like if we're at like two fifty six, and Tate kneels the ball like three times in the game, that don't count. <laughs> I'm taking the just no, by I'm the take, way. No, I'm no, taking no. the points. Just by the way, no. I'm taking the points. <laughs> All I do is look at the box score and add it up. That's all I do. <laughs> I, I actually right, hope next? we're we're at like you know two. Uh, 60 and it, he just takes a safety at the end on a 10 yard loss or something just to screw tj that, that how would he do that great. yeah <laughs> tj was tweeting bad about me in the Louisville game go ahead <laughs> all right so let's go to qb1 249 total yards rushing and passing uh let's start with harlan yeah i don't think he's gonna play much in this game i'm gonna go under tj i'll go under as well uh i'll go over i'll go over just just to keep it keep it interesting here Johnny Wilson basically does he get a touchdown or not? I'll let TJ start this one off. The over under at zero point five. Um, yeah, I'll take a Wilson touchdown. Um, this week. Uh, no, I'll go under. I'll go under on this one. I think, I think they'll be less apt to, um, like throw fades and stuff this week just to keep it off of film as much as they can because I think you need it next week. So I think you're pretty basic this week. If he ends up taking a slant in from seven yards out, then he does. But I'll go under here. All right. We'll go over our bold predictions from the before the season. I did have Johnny Wilson leading the team with touchdowns. He has another one this week. I'll take the over on this one. How about you, Harlan? Yeah, I'm going to take the under on this one. I don't I don't think we're going to throw the ball much. Unless he just gets one over the top and goes for 70, yeah. um, I'm going to take the under. Which is possible the way he throws guys off of him. But uh, let's talk about him before we wrap up as well. Saw some news coming out today, but go ahead. Yeah, so uh, Tate Roadmaker, 79.5 total yards. I had pass originally, but I changed it to total yards for Tate Roadmaker. I'll go first on this one. I think this is tough. I, I do think Mike wants to get Jordan out of the game early, right? He knows what he's at. He's had a phenomenal season, probably the best season since Jameis had in 2013. I think Tate's going to have an opportunity, but they're just going to be run heavy. So I, I reluctantly take the under here. How about you, Harlan? Yeah. So y'all were talking about Duffy earlier. It takes four games to lose your redshirt, right? You get four. Yeah. Right. So he's only played in two. So that yeah. tells me that he wants to play Duffy in this game as well, because there's only two games left. In the bowl. There's a bowl too, though. So that yeah. Means. But he's not going to play. Duffy. So I'm going to take the under because I think Duffy's going to get snaps in this game. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go under here as well. So again, do we want to back that down a little bit and call it like forty nine and a half yards? Let's call it forty nine and a half. And I just changed it on the outline, and now I'm at the over because I do think he hits it. Yeah, I'd have to go over if you go forty nine. <laughs> so what were we at? Sixty nine. Okay, so what about fifty nine? No, I'll, I'll still go under. I'll screw. It. I'll still go under. Okay, I'll okay, go over there. there. I'll try and pick up the point on Harlan. I'll go over on that one. All right, this Over one at forty nine and a half. Yeah, that's fine. So these next two, no, I you did know not what? Change. No, I, I changed my mind. <laughs> under, under, 
<laughs> Arlen's gonna have to listen back like ten times of this to figure out. Yeah, he going writes on. it down. He writes it down. I'm marking it down. So, so the next two I did not change from last week because I like them both. And we we may have to raise this one, guys, depending on what you say. But uh, Jared versus one and a half tackles for loss, four sacks in the game. TJ, go for it. I'm gonna go under on this one. I I, I think that he plays less snaps overall. Um, just no real need um, to to have him in there um, as much. So I'll go under here. But I mean, oh, what are you saying? Shoot, I mean, it's the worst <laughs> offensive line he's gonna see. So probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go over. I mean, I think I feel like if he plays three drives, he's gonna get two. So I'll go. Over. <laughs> yeah, if it was sacks, I'd probably go under. But since I, I included tackle for loss, I'll go over as well. And the last one breaks my heart, guys, that I'm having to do this again. Florida State hoops, 0.5 wins by kickoff of the Louisiana game. I'm going under. Unfortunately, I do not think we beat the Florida Gators on Friday night. I'll go over if we can count women's hoops because they're beating the hell out of the Gators right yeah, now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> so, um, yeah, under on the men. I think we lose to them. But uh, big shout-out to Coach Wyckoff, who is six minutes and 10 seconds away from being uh 2-0 and against the Gators as a head coach. Uh, friend of the show, Brooke Wyckoff, yeah. Yeah, they're up 78-64. Yeah, so, oh, if I cheer for the Gators, then if I cheer for the Gators in basketball, then I'm going to pick up a point on Harlan. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> First win of the season over the Gators. There it is. ESPN's got us like a 51% chance to win, so it's not, it's not done just yet. So, all right, we'll recap those next week. We'll get them going. Um, I think that's it. Harlan, get out of here, man. Appreciate you. No, Harlan, give us a score prediction first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just always trying to kick me out of here early. Because <laughs> your mic's so good. It makes me jealous. I'm going to go – I've gone 42 points the last three weeks, so I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to go 42-17 for State. I like that one. I think this defense is not bad. Like, I think it's definitely better than what Syracuse had. They're better than Miami. Um, they're better than Georgia Tech, so I, I do think they hold us down a little bit. And I think Norvell comes out extremely vanilla. He does not want to put anything on film for Billy Napier next week. I think we push on the 24-point spread. I'm going to say Florida State 34, Louisiana 10, and that may be a backdoor push because I do think the defense can dominate this offense. But, you know, one broken play, and there's your touchdown. So Florida State 34, Louisiana 10, TJ. Uh, yeah, 48-10, Knowles. Um, they get uh, a touchdown late against the third string. Um, game's never in doubt. 48-10, FSU. Um, okay, we were talking about Johnny Wilson. Let's talk about a couple more things. That was our made equal pick six segment. Um, Johnny Wilson signed with Rising Spear uh, to be an ambassador. Obviously, anything could happen here, but I think that's a great sign that he's likely Huge. coming back next year. Um you know, if, if he was gone in three weeks, I, I don't imagine that he'd be signing a deal with Rising Spear um, as an official ambassador. And so um, anything can happen. If he goes off for like eight touchdowns the next three weeks, he, you know, could be out. But, uh, oh, made equal with the uh, Oof. with the uh, spiked baseball. Let's go. Man, if, if that happens, I'll be – man, yeah, watch out for my UF prediction at that point. Yeah. So – um, but yeah, looks like you should get Johnny Wilson back next year, um, which is really, really good news. That that wide receiver room uh, very likely is going to feature Winston Wright, uh, Johnny Wilson, and Hakeem Williams. I think the Pittman would be back. He's got a year of eligibility left. 
Um, that, that wide receiver room could be really, really good. I like Goldie Lawrence is coming in, um, a, a four-star wide receiver as well. So, um, yeah, that, that room has, has flipped on its head. You know, offensive line takes some time, takes four or five years to flip. Uh, the wide receiver room has gone from uh, last to – I'm probably going to say that's the best – you know, yeah. if all that's in place next year, that's the best wide receiver group in the country, uh, and it's really not close. So, um, In the country or in the conference? Conference, conference. Yeah. Uh, top, <laughs> gonna, chill, chill, Probably bro. top probably f- top five to eight in the country, though. I'd say top ten, yeah. No, somewhere between – yeah, I'd say somewhere between five and ten. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. I like uh, what that wide receiver room has has done to come to to flip and turn around, and and that's really good stuff there. So shout out Johnny Wilson again. Shout out, I have another shout out for the women's basketball team up eighteen right now with five minutes Oof, to go. Let's go. Um, just hit a free throw, so up nineteen. So blow them out of the tuck. Uh, Richie, you got anything before we get out of here? And you want to talk about basketball quickly, or however you want to? Yeah, wrap this. You thing know, up. It, so it guys, it's going to be a rough season. <laughs> it just is. That half the team is injured. Baba suspended. We talked about that last week. It, it is what it is. I think 10 wins might be tough to get to this year. And that sounds terrible, but that's really where this program is. Leonard Hamilton has built this program on a full court press defense and running up and down the court, playing 10, 11 guys a night. They played seven guys uh, the other night against Troy. And they're just not there. They don't have anyone who can just really take over a game and create anything just yet. Little surprise that Matthew Cleveland and, and Jalen Morley haven't taken that next step, especially Cleveland. I thought this season he had a chance to play himself into the lottery. I think he could still be a first-round pick just on potential alone. It's going to be a long season. I will do a basketball minute after every single win just for those because I don't think there's going to be many this year. But, you know, I was at the game at UCF, had a lot of fun, met up with um, – shout-out Yvetta uh, on Twitter. She's a big supporter of the, of the podcast. She came out uh, with me and Lindsay and, and had some drinks after the game. Just preparing everybody, guys. It's a long season. There will be no postseason for the basketball team this year. Uh, and my last shout-out is to my mother-in-law. Happy birthday, Donna. a boy. Remembering moms. Um, yeah. See that Luke Cromenhook um, went from three stars to four stars. A top 10 top quarterback, 10 quarterback in, the in the country. Yeah, top 100 overall. So, yeah. yeah, so – I think he's just going to continue to rise. There were a lot of jokes made when Florida State picked him up, and oh, just a three-star middle of the road. Kid's great, and trust trust Norvell's talent evaluation there. Um, cool. I think that's it. Shout out to Shaul. Uh, maybe we got a YouTube video coming soon on Luke. I didn't know. I didn't know um, that we were doing that, but I got I got a I got a full time YouTube guy behind the scenes now. So shout out to uh, shout out to Harlan. Um, Hey, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Baycan and Beer Co. for letting us come in and do here this here all year. Yeah. Um, Rohan Law for giving away tickets. Again, you need to enter to win the tickets. You gotta scroll up to find the uh to find the phone number. UF ticks to 850-809-1906. That will be announced on Friday if you want to win two tickets to the Champions Club for Florida. Yeah, I've seen the resale prices. People are asking me for tickets right now, and I'm like, yeah, I, I this thing's sold out, man. Like, and the tickets are insane. So if you want to go watch it. The game in the Champions Club with the parking pass. You have ticks to 850-809-1906. We'll announce a winner for that on Friday. Um, and then, of course, shout out Made Equal uh, Clothing. Make sure you support them, madeequalco.com. You can follow them on social media, madeequalco. They've partnered with Treshawn Ward. Appreciate what they do in giving back. 
And uh, now I'm wearing those joggers all all week up there in, in the mountains of uh, in the mountains of Georgia. So, um, y'all, I promise there's a there's a washer dryer there. I'm washing them every night too. But uh, Richie, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you guys on Saturday for an instant reaction after the Knolls get their eighth win of the year. Talk to you guys later. Go Knolls.